Hello and welcome to the show. I am Heather Hermes, the creator of the Inspired Girls Club and your hostess. So me and my girls will be bringing you some really honest inspiration that hopefully will get you living the life that you really want. So you ready y'all? Let's go. So many people tell me in messages every single day that I am full of confidence and they don't know how I do it and they're trying to get my little secret and how to be confident and I tell them all the time it's a choice that I make every single day. It's a choice, not even every single day, but it's a choice every single moment on how I choose to show up for people and for myself. So um, I've given advice to people about this before in their own lives, and I'm going to tell you a couple of the stories in my own experiences in my childhood that really brought me to this point. I'm going to talk about fifth grade. So in fifth grade, like I wasn't allowed to hang out with boys, but guess what? I did Um, in fifth grade. And it wasn't like not an innocent thing. It was just, you know, boys were flirty and interested and um, so were the girls. And I see that with my own sons right now, right? Um, but God forbid I hang out with one, I'd get in serious trouble. So my neighbor who next door, her name was Denise. She was stinking gorgeous. Like long blonde hair, skinny, 80s gorgeous, right? Like just big boobs and just, I, I can't even believe how pretty she is. She and I hung out like hardcore. She was a little bit older than me, but we would like trade stickers and do cartwheels. It was the eighties, like I said. So that's what we did. We, we had sticker books that we traded and we did cartwheels in the front yard and it was, you know, a great friendship. So I thought, but I was in fifth grade. So what the hell do I know? Right? So one day we're hanging out with these two guys. And like I said, she was like a year or two older than me. The one guy that she liked, she kept telling me, like, I really like this boy. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm in fifth grade. Like, I care. I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking about it. I can get a little over the top and silly and funny and whatever. And so I was acting that way. I was being silly and funny and over the top. And the boy told her that he thought that I was cute or something. Let me tell you something about me in fifth grade. I had an afro. I had a unibrow. I had dark hair. I was a little chunky and I was like my big fat Greek wedding. Like, so I wasn't cute. So this guy apparently thought my personality was like top notch, right? Denise liked this boy and she was like, well, he, he likes you. He thinks you're cute. And I'm like, well, I don't, I'm not allowed to hang out with boys. So I I really don't know what to tell you. You're, you know, free game, right? You know, I go home. I didn't think anything about it. I took my unicorn stickers and I got the heck out of there and I went home to my mint green bedroom. Okay, with the canopy, all right? And I'm hanging out with my mom and I go to lay down and I see this sign on my window and it says, I love you. Um, It's like a red sign and and, um, construction paper, okay? And I'm like, okay, what what the heck is this? And um, I go and I grab the sign out of my window and I... um, I showed my mom and I'm like, what the heck is this? And she goes, if that boy, I'm like, how do you know I was hanging out with boys? She goes, I see you. I see you out the window. (laughs) So my mom was sly, right? She didn't say anything, but she knew what I was doing anyway. So I was like, mom, it's in bubble letters. No boy is writing in bubble letters. Okay. I don't care if it is the eighties. It's in freaking bubble letters. No boy is writing in bubble letters. That is not a boy's handwriting. So she's like, you're right. I know you're right. 
And um, so then I was like, who would write me an I love you note and sign it from this boy or whatever? So come to find out, my mom stomps over there because she's feisty like me. She stomps over there and she tells the neighbor's mom, like, what the hell is this? Your daughter's crazy. You know, I'm sure she didn't say it like that because my mom had like poise and she had tact. But I'm sure she felt like it because I heard the real words and she came back home. And come to find out that this girl felt so just overwhelmed by my light and this boy thinking that my personality was just so awesome that he said he liked me and how dare he like me and not her because she's stinking gorgeous. So she pretended that it was him and wrote me a letter and put it in the window. What a bitch, right? Like you're in like seventh grade or however old you were. And it taught me a couple things. First of all, it gave me a complex that no boys really like me. They just pretend to like me right? One, because I was in fifth grade and I had an afro and a unibrow. And two, it also taught me to dim my light so that other girls would accept me. So other girls would appreciate me and want to be my friend in fifth grade. So I consider this bullying, right? I consider this a, a, a way that she tried to make herself bigger than me and better than me and even though she was prettier she had more friends that one boy it was so bad for her to have to do that and pretend that she was that boy and and write me that letter so i will never forget that i'll never forget how i felt when i went to the window to grab that letter i'll never forget thinking oh my god i'm so embarrassed i was embarrassed because my mom had to see that happen and like I had this love for my mom, this respect for my mom. And I'm like, you know, she's going to know that boys don't like me. <laughs> and um, even though the kid said he did, you know, so it was embarrassing. And and the other thing was, it's like from that point forward, any time a girl ever felt threatened by me in my youth, I would play her up and make her feel good and dim my light because I felt like, you know, she's not going to like me. She's not going to be my friend. She's going to attack me if I don't let her be the pretty one, if I don't let her be the smart one, if I don't let her be in the limelight, right? So I think we all have stories like this though. I think we all have stories that kind of make us shun those bigger parts of our personality. I think we all have these stories that will make us crawl and and hide and and really dim our light because it's shining in somebody else's eyes and they don't like it right so that was one thing all right so next story fast forward to eighth grade i'm going to give you some lessons your daughters are going to want to hear this it's going to be great so eighth grade comes along and i found a friend i found a friend that i loved i thought she was the the one my soulmate my soul sister my my perfect match right we laughed for hours um i told her everything she was just i could look at her and and she would just know what i was thinking and we would laugh we'd trade clothes we're the same size like it was it was wonderful by that time i had gotten rid of the unibrow my hair grew out a little bit my weight and my height caught up i've been the same size since eighth grade right i was still taller than all those boys but whatever, I found a few that liked me and a few that I liked. And, you know, I didn't really think much about Denise. I had this friend. Um, I had a lot of friends, but this one, she was my favorite. And um, I remember 
writing notes to her every day. Remember notes when you're in seventh and eighth grade and you grew up in the 80s and 90s? You would fold those notes like so tight and nobody could open them. And they'd have things on the outside written. And um, it was a cool way to communicate. Um, I still have some of those notes saved. But I would write her notes. I am not proud of what is in those notes or what was in those notes. Um, I trusted her and I told her everything. And because of my insecurities and all the crap that I've been through, I was talking a lot of shit about the girls in my school. So I wasn't always the perfect angel, okay? And even though these girls didn't know I was talking shit about them, it was still bullying. And because of my insecurities and because I felt small at times and because I dimmed my light and I felt like this girl was the one who understood me that I could talk like that. And so here's what happened. What happened next was she took all of my notes. She felt like my light was bright. She felt threatened by it. A boy that liked her then liked me. Okay, it's always about a boy. And um, she showed all of my notes to everybody in the whole school, every single one of them. It didn't matter who they were about. It didn't matter, um, you know, what boy I liked at the time or a crush I had or whatever. She shared them all. So I was in a lot of trouble. She wasn't. She was the hero. Okay. I was in a lot of trouble and I was not proud of myself at all whatsoever. Um, and I remember thinking, and I thought about Denise when all this happened. And I remember thinking like I acted the same exact way that Denise did. You know, I was insecure about my own life, body, whatever it was, my appearance, my abilities, whatever I was feeling insecure about. And I then took it out on other people. So even though this friend of mine was supposed to be my friend, she really wasn't. And once she saw that, you know, people were liking me and, and my light was shining brighter than hers, she used it against me. So I can't really blame her though, because I was not being a good person. From that point forward, I said to myself that I would always have the best intentions with people. Um, I lost my friends, but quickly regained them in about a year. You know, we bygones be bygones. We're all friends again. Not that girl, <laughs> not her. It took a long time after that. I, I haven't been friends with her in years, but, um, I said to myself that I would always have the best of intentions with people. And no matter how I was feeling about myself, that I would always honor the other people that I'm with. My intentions would always be good with especially other women, but men as well. So now to this day, even with my friends, they know that even if I don't like the person that we're talking about, I will never, ever talk shit about them. And the reason why is because if I feel that I have to talk about somebody in a bad way in order to make myself feel better, then it's not even worth being friends with them. You know, there's one thing when you feel concerned for the person or you're talking to somebody who knows them as well and you're like, I just don't know what to do. She's doing this or she's doing that. What do you think? You know, and if, if that other person is a mutual friend and you're caring about that person, that's one thing. It's another thing when you just, you feel threatened by this person or this person is um, making you feel like you don't have that spark that they do. I left that all behind in eighth grade because you cannot have real relationships, even with people that you love, if you're talking about somebody else to them. 
it's not worth your time. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your time in business. It's not worth your time in friendship. It's not worth your time in love if you have to talk crap about them. Not your husbands, not your boyfriends, not your friends. You're never going to have true relationships if you're even talking about somebody that you don't like. It's not worth your time. You're wasting your time. You're dimming your light, okay? You're dimming your light to make yourself feel better, A. And B, you're also, when somebody's you know thinking that way about you, you're dimming your light because it's shining in their eyeballs. So just what you have to do and what I've really found makes me appear so confident is I don't have time for that BS. I don't have time to talk about people. I don't have time to make people believe that I'm better than they see me. If they see me as something that I am not, and they don't believe that I am this person of influence, or they don't believe that I'm a great social media coach, or they don't believe that I'm a good makeup artist, or I'm cute, or whatever it is, then that's on them. And it's their past experiences that make them believe that way about me. It's not my past experiences, it's their insecurities, just as my insecurities made me talk crap about people in eighth grade. It's them. And you know what? If you want to have patience with that person and have an honest conversation with them and say, you know what, I know that what you're saying to me is not a reflection of me and I feel your pain, like whatever you went through to make you feel like you're not as pretty as me or you're not as good as me or whatever it might be, let's talk about it. And if there's something bothering you that you can change, then freaking change it. Let's do it together. You know, if you're friends with them, then you'll do it together. If you don't want to be friends with them, and if it's that bad that you have to talk crap, then you better defriend, okay? And you know what's so funny, too, is like you got to keep your intentions straight with people these days especially because those notes back in the day, they could be destroyed, okay? Unless you have a freaking Xerox copier in your front room, okay, then you weren't, that wasn't going viral. Now, your intentions are bad and you write a bad message about somebody, then it's going viral. It's all over the place. So if anybody's daughter is watching this, if anybody's in high school watching this, if anybody's in middle school watching this, whatever, you better know that whatever text you send, whatever Snapchat you give, and they say it's private and all that stuff, it's not, honey. If my notes can get passed around to school in a day, your texts, your Snapchats, and everything else can get passed around in two seconds. That boyfriend of yours is going to know. Your best friend's going to know. Your mama going to know. All of them are going to know. And if you keep your intentions clean and somebody starts talking crap and you just say, you know, I don't need any part of that. I have enough friends to talk good about that I don't need to talk bad about my enemies. And that's why I have such great friendships with women. I have the best friends I've ever had my whole entire life. Now, this is where I'm getting emotional because I do. You know, no matter what's lacking in my life, I can always look to one of my friends and know that they trust me and it makes me really happy. They know I wouldn't talk about them. They know that, you know, if I'm concerned about them, I might have a word to say, but I would never, ever make that intention of mine with them falter in any way. My intentions for them are always the same as my own. If you can't treat somebody like you would treat yourself, then you shouldn't be friends with them. So anyway, I'm trying not to preach, but I would just love for somebody to hear this before that happens to them. Because my childhood wasn't, you know, I, I was, 
I was taken care of and whatever, but I had a lot of hard lessons as a girl. And I think that's why I'm so hardcore on community and friendship within a group of women. Because we have to be there for each other. And that's not to say that, you know, with men as well, like you can't sit there and talk smack about your husband or ex-boyfriend or boyfriend behind their backs and then expect them to trust you, love you, adore you, bring you ice cream, whatever, you know, you got to keep your intentions good. It's one thing to vent to your girlfriends about what happened, but, you know, to the core, if you're friends with somebody, your intentions need to be good. So anyway... Those are my stories, you guys. That's just the beginning. I have so many other really jacked up things to say (laughs) and so many other lessons that happened to me that I use now to this day with my friends, with my team of makeup girls, with my coaching clients. I use these stories to help them and I tell them the truth about what I did and, and how I got through it and how it changed my personality. So don't ever, ever dim your light because it's shining in somebody else's eyes. I know that's cliche and it's all over Pinterest or whatever. It's all over Instagram. That's, you know, one of those it sayings, but it's so freaking true, you guys. Don't ever, ever dim your light. Hey, so you're not done yet. You gotta go leave us a review if you loved our show and go to inspiredgirlsclub.com and sign up for updates on what's next. If you wanna be part of the free community though, go to Facebook. And go to Inspired Girls Club Networking Group and you're in.